But on this iServe weekend, I want to talk to you about your involvement. The greatest thing that we could ever ask of you is not to sow a seed of finances, but to sow the seed of your life, to, to serve one another. Now, one of the most humbling things for me as a pastor is to watch the generosity of your service, to, to go down to Batangas or go down to Lucena City in a few weeks when I know this thing will happen again, or to go down to Tobacco and see so many of you are there, pay your own way, you go there without expecting anything except an opportunity to serve. And to be very blunt, it's very humbling to be your pastor, to see the generosity of your heart and your desire to serve. Humbling because there's nothing that I know that I could do to ever repay you for all the love that you sow and all the good things that you do for other people. But I know that there is a God who does. I want to walk you through three simple thoughts today on this I Serve weekend to remind you of the blessings that God brings to you because of your great service. The first, forgive me, is material prosperity. We know the passage well in Luke chapter 5, beginning with verse 1. One day as Jesus was standing by the lake of Gennesaret with the people crowding around him and listening to the word of God. He saw at the water's edge two boats left there by the fishermen who were washing their nets. Now notice, in their discouragement, they weren't listening to Jesus. They were over washing their nets. He got into one of the boats, the one belonging to Simon, and asked him to put out a little from shore. And he sat down and he taught the people from his boat. There was something that Jesus needed so that he could be more effective in his ministry in reaching these people. And I've taught you before, he used the water as a natural amplifier. But I want you to notice he asked Simon to put out a little bit from shore. He asked. God never commands you to serve. He, he never sits on top of your head like a dictator. But he asks you. He asks you, would you help teach in the kids' church? Would you help with the little ones? Would you help be an usher? Would you be a doorkeeper in my house and welcome people into my house? Would, would, you, would you help teach the older ones? Would you sing in the choir? Would, would, you, would you help? Would you help? with the ministry to make it more effective. He, he never demands, he asks. Now, Simon Peter, in spite of his fatigue and his tiredness and his discouragement and his failure, got his men into the boat, and they did. And then after they had finished serving, Jesus said, put out into the deep and let down your nets for a catch. And you know the end of the story, the biggest catch that Peter had ever had. They filled two boats full of the fish, so full they were almost about to sink. But why did all of that blessing come? Because Peter obeyed a command to serve? No, because Peter responded to a request to serve. I want to challenge you today. What is Jesus asking you to do? And just think, what blessings will he bring to your life if you would simply respond to his request to serve. Now take it a step farther. John chapter 12, verse 26. Jesus said, whoever serves me must follow me, and where I am my servant also will be. My Father will honor the one who serves me. My Father will honor the one who serves me. Now there's a beautiful truth also. Have you ever noticed that people that serve from an open, generous heart are honored by God? God lifts them up and, and God blesses them. 1 Timothy 3.13, those who have served well, served 
well, gain an excellent standing and great assurance in their faith in Christ Jesus. We talk about deacons. 1 Timothy 3.13, New Century Version. Those who serve well as deacons are making an honorable place for themselves. They're making an honorable place for themselves. As you stand in that door and open it day after day, the people as they come into God's house, as you shake their hands, as you put the offering envelopes in the, the seats, as you pick up paper after people and make sure God's house is clean. Ushers, do you, do you realize that in that humbling of yourself to serve, you are making a place of honor for yourself? God will honor you. Have you ever noticed how Jesus humbled himself and wrapped a towel around his waist and Washed his disciples' feet. Was it, what, was it a dishonor to Jesus or an honor to Jesus to serve, to take the, the lowest place? I want to challenge you today. Not only will God bless you, God will honor you. But there's a third thing God will do. Romans chapter 14, verse 18. Because anyone who serves Christ in this way is pleasing to God. Is pleasing to God. Did you hear that? Not only will God prosper you and bless you materially, not only will God honor you because you've humbled yourself and served, but God said, it pleases me. So every day when you come into God's house and you clean the kids' church and you pick up after the kids and you put their little backpacks in their place, and it pleases God. You put a big smile on God's face. Not because you're a big shot, but because you've taken the place of a servant. I want to challenge you in this I Serve Weekend. We'll be talking to you a lot about different opportunities that you have to, to be involved and serve and use your talents and abilities. And as I like to tell you every year, if there's a new way to do things, please. If there's a, a thing that you want to do around here at COP that's not being done, please. Let's start a new opportunity for service. But never, never hold back your heart. And never think that you're too good for something. Take the lowest position. Humble yourself and serve. God will bless you. God will honor you. And the best of all, it brings pleasure to God's heart. All right, that's my offering thought today. Would you put your tithe in the red envelopes, your seed in the blue envelopes? And I'll see you East Campus on Wednesday night, 7 o'clock for Revival Night. Come, bring your tithe and seed before the Lord.